you for taking time to listen to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church and of our campus in Lexington, Kentucky. It is our prayer that as you listen today, you will be encouraged, challenged, and equipped to be all God has for you. We invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock a.m. at our Todd's Road campus near the Hamburg area of Lexington. Join me in prayer. Oh Lord, we uh, give you thanks for this moment and for your presence here. Ask that you'd continue to speak to us. Give us ears to hear and hearts that would be courageous to follow you wherever it is you're calling us this day. For it is in your good name we pray, Jesus. Amen and amen. I, I want to go on record now as saying I did not come to preach today because we're having barbecue. But it is a sure sign that is no accident that I am here this day. That is for certain. Susan, welcome. I know your mom from like way back and we've served together and so I know ex- how excited everybody is to, to have you here and so and to, what a wonderful witness this morning thank you thank you thank you oh life is too short isn't it amen yeah yeah the weeks are too long but life is way too short life is too short to drink Pepsi Cola um, thank you I appreciate that I knew I was going to offend two or three of you and that's okay that's okay I uh I don't go to restaurants if they don't serve Coca-Cola. I just don't. I mean, for the longest time, Taco Bell was completely off limits to me because they did not have Pepsi. So, but I know that's not all of you, and I'm going to try to get on your good side here. Life is too short to wear uncomfortable shoes. Yes? Isn't that an amen? I mean, the greatest thing that has happened in like the last five years is you can now wear tennis shoes with a suit or Allbirds. As I'm seeing back there, I mean, just rocking the Allbirds on the chancel. I love it. Love it. Love it. I was going to do that this morning, but I want barbecue afterwards. So um, it's just too short. Life's too short to show up at any place that serves Mexican food and wait if the name is not Chewy's on the door. Right? Right? And it's way too short to eat any ice cream that's not called Bluebell. I think I've covered my basis. You know where I stand this morning. You absolutely know where I stand this morning. The Apostle Paul says, a little less tongue-in-cheek, life is too short to live in the dark. It's too short to live in any way that isn't life-giving, that isn't faith-building. Life is too short to not live in a way that just produces joy everywhere we go. Amen? Amen. It's just, it is too short. And I know that as life has continued to to go on for me, those things become more and more important about life-giving and faith-growing and joy-inducing, because life's too short. And the Apostle Paul says there there is something, and Kathy's already told you, there is something in the center that sums it all up and that makes it possible for us to spend our life not wasting it away, and that is love. Love is sometimes considered the most overused word, the most misunderstood word, quite frankly, and it is the most underrated word. This book of Romans is really a love letter. Sometimes Paul gets a really bad rap (laughs) 
But Paul is talking about love all the way through this book of Romans, what we found ourselves in, and here we are. He's saying this, love is, well, life is too short to not live without love. And early in our existence, kind of in our faith journey, love is, is it's strict obedience, isn't it? That's why he begins this passage, like, hey, don't cheat on your spouse. Just follow the rule. Don't steal from other people. Don't be jealous of other people. They're just simple rules just to live by. You don't have to fully understand them. Just commit to them, and it is a loving way to exist. You know this is true of how this works in life. If you've ever had a, a toddler around, you know you tell a toddler, don't run with knives. I don't know why we give toddler knives, but if we, if, if we give them knives, we're like, don't run with knives. Just don't. Don't play in the street. Don't put your head, don't put your head in the clothes dryer and turn it on. I mean, we just tell them that. Have you ever wondered why you have to close the clothes dryer before it will turn on? Someone has tried it somewhere, and it has caused all of us not to have any good fun. I was uh, taking our dog for a walk this week. We do have a dog. He loves Susan, and he puts up with me which is just about like every other person around. You notice that Susan got the applause this morning and I got the, oh yeah, he's here for the barbecue. Um, I was walking the dog this week and, and there's a park right near us. <clears throat> and so we walk, I walked Mr. Banks and uh, we got back to this park and there is a big playground and there was a mom's group. And you know where there's a mom's group, there's usually a lot of kids there too. And there was a ton of kids all over the place playing on this playground. I think it was Friday, it was a beautiful day. And I'm walking past the playground, and on the far end, there is this little boy, and he's sitting down far away from everyone else. And he's, he's seated, splooted. He's got his legs out, and his head, sorry, and his head is, is uh, down, like me when I watch Texas A&M football. Um, and he's dejected, and you can tell he's dejected. And his mom is standing over him. And his mom has his sister on his hip. So you got the picture? All right. So we got the little boy sitting there, all dejected. The mom's here with the sister on the hip. I don't know what led up to this point. I just know what the situation was when she says these words. Don't ever run away from mommy. That's a loving response, isn't it? Then she said something that just induced a whole lot of trauma in me because it took me flashback. If you heard what I say, said, say yes, ma'am. That was my normal response from my mother. If you heard what I say, say yes, ma'am. And the little boy was like, yes, ma'am. At that moment, he didn't need to understand why she was saying that. He just simply needed to know, you're not to run away. At some point, it won't matter what his mom says. He'll do it because it's a loving response, because he doesn't want to hurt anyone. You, you see how that's how we grow in maturity. The beginning of our life of faith, we just need to follow the rules. What's the bumper sticker? God said it, I believe it, that settles it. It's sort of like that. But let's not get stuck there. And, and that's what the Apostle Paul's talking about. So don't, don't walk through life as if you're asleep. At some point, we go from following the rules just because it's strict obedience to living a life of abundance because we know it's the best thing for us. At some point, 
Paul says the law is fulfilled in love. How is the law fulfilled in love? We still think the law applies. It's really good to have fidelity in your marriage. Amen? I mean, we, we, we still agree with that. We still agree it's, it's not good to kill people or to steal from them or to be jealous. But all of these get fulfilled out of love because we grow in maturity and we realize that, hey, this is just the best way to live. I don't need someone standing over me. I just know. I experience it. And I want to live that way. Paul says, let's not fall asleep and get distracted. And distractions are everywhere, aren't they? Squirrel, you know, half of you looked. It's that easy to get distracted. And Paul's like, don't fall asleep. You need to be growing in grace. You need to put on Christ so that you can stand strong and grow in His grace and to do all the right things for the right reasons. And that reason is love. Maybe this morning you need a wake-up call. That's not a bad thing. That's why you're here. Maybe you've slipped into some, some habits that are just distracting you from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul lists three different levels. I'm not going to go into all of those this morning, but life can be distracting. We can get comfortable, can't we? And we can begin to fall asleep to the very grace that grows our love. And what we can end up happening is we find ourselves way off track. We didn't mean to be. We didn't want to be. We just sort of fell asleep. And we stopped doing those things that keep us tied to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We find ourselves in a distant land. Are you in a distant land this morning? Let me tell you a story about someone who found themselves in a distant land and what happened. They recognized they were in a distant land far away from family, all the goodness. And then they decided, I'm going home. And I'm going to just apologize all over myself for how I have absolutely messed everything up. And I, I don't expect to be taken back, but you know what? I'm just going to go, and I just hope they'll let me hang on somewhere on the outskirts. Just, just be a servant. And this person who was in a distant land and woke up one day and decided to return home, you know what that person found? That the father was standing on the steps, waiting and the father didn't just wait, he started running. And the father got to where this one who was in a distant land was. And there was not a wagging finger of, I told you so. How could you have done this? There was an open arm of, I love you. I am so glad you're home. 
if this morning you find yourself asleep and you've just been awakened by the Holy Spirit and you are in a faraway place, it is never too late and never too far to come home. Jesus, we thank you that in the midst of all of life, you continue to draw us forward. You continue to spill your love upon us, and it changes everything. Lord, we give you thanks and praise for this day that we can come home, that we can wake up and get dressed in you, Christ, and find our way back to the place where you so desire us. We give you thanks for this Thanksgiving meal we're about to partake in, for this moment of grace that can welcome us home. And it's in your name we pray.